Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good morning or good afternoon. Actually, I keep messing that up. Excuse me. Uh, good afternoon. This is Holly with Gap to Gap Radio, and this is our Thursday show with Ron Ray from Future Stars of Sports. And we're talking, been talking mostly about uh, COVID and its impact on getting back on the field and actually staying there. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. We were hoping to move forward with more softball-related stuff. And I'm going to say, if you want to call in, if you're listening, you want to call in, you want to talk about um, you know, the best way to throw a drop ball or something, you know, those type of things. It's all talking, all softball. We don't have to stay on this. We're going to talk about some updates at the first part of it. But if you're a caller, you want to talk softball, you want to talk about professional softball or college softball or whatever, that's, uh, it's, it's wide open at that point. So, so happy you're here. Again, this is a weekly Thursday show every Thursday at noon uh, Eastern time. And you can listen to this archive if you haven't figured this out later. If you missed the shows, you can listen to all the other shows. Uh, before we get started, a few uh, things we need to take care of. The disclaimers. <clears throat> um, again, all opinions expressed of this show are the property of the individual expressing the opinion and may or may not be the opinion of the National Fast Pitch Academy, Gap to Gap Radio, Holly Knight, Future Stars of Sports, or Ron Ray. Also, we are not doctors or medically trained in any opinion on the impact of COVID-19 on any individual's health. And I would say any suggestions of any medical suggestions or opinion is that just of our opinion and not intended as medical advice. So if you are listening live, you can call in 516-666-9488. That number is on the screen. Um, you can text Ron if you have his number. You can text him. If you don't, it's 502-541-0103. That is also in the description. My text number, you can text me at 502-262-9195. You can send a message on gap to gap uh, Facebook page. You can send a message on the chat here. It's at the bottom of the screen. I'll be watching both of those. And with that said, we've got some new stuff that is going on in the world of softball, especially, I guess, mostly in the world of softball in southeastern Tennessee. So, Ron, how's it going today? I'm hanging in there, Holly. Uh, it hasn't <laughs> been a good couple of days, as you're aware. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, uh, and I did send out a mass email last night notifying the teams, and, you know, I'm getting some responses Um so far, everybody's been understanding. You know, it's out of our control. But the Tennessee governor, Tennessee governor Monday, issued an executive order that uh, he's pushed everything back to August one. We have a couple parks down there that are playing. Unfortunately, the parks are being controlled by local health departments, county judges, things of that nature, and some are playing, some are not. But we typically use 19 fields in the Johnson City area, and we have five fields available to us. Tourism, yeah, 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 I mean, it's devastating. Right. Tourism has uh, reached out to other parks in, in the area, and... We didn't have any luck. Uh, What few parks are playing are already locked in by other organizations that are local. So, unfortunately, I sent out a mass email last night, and we have canceled this year's World Series in Johnson City, Mm -hmm. Tennessee. Uh, Myself and my directors uh, all are, you know, I I, I would maybe a little bit uh, over 
overblown here, but I'm going to say brokenhearted. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, you know, this is something that we look forward to. I mean, most of us go down, George, myself, and Donnie, uh, we get down there on Monday. We're there for the entire week. Don't come back until the following Monday. Then I have several staff that come down on Wednesday, and they're there till Monday. But, it, you know, it's a week that we look forward to. We put a lot of work into it, and it's, you know, it's it's a fun week for us. It's a stressful week, but it's it's always a fun week, and it's something that, uh, quite honestly, you know, we we get excited about it as it gets close. We look forward to doing it and uh, to have this happen. Uh, you know, it's very disappointing. I know it's disappointing to the teams, but I, I will promise you that none of them are any more disappointed than we are. And uh, you know, we we ask that. They be understanding. So far, the emails that I have received, you know, it's out of your control. We understand, you know, hate that it's happened, but, you know, we understand. And, uh, you know, it is out of our control, as everybody knows. Uh, numbers are going up in Tennessee and other places. And I just felt that uh, although we did look for additional fields, I felt that it was best to go ahead and pull the plug instead of uh, waiting till the last minute where – teams can at, at least find somewhere else to go that weekend and maybe they can find another large event but uh, very disheartening and it's not the news that I wanted to come on uh, this show today to drop the bomb on but that's where we're at yeah it's uh, and I you know I, honestly I think I've uh, if you were and that's one of the things that is uh, your situation where you've made it your uh, mantra almost is that you're not trying to uh, take people's money or you're trying to make sure, you know, obviously you have expenses and you're doing this to make a living and everything. But uh, a lot of people would say, I'm going to stay with this as long as I can until I make a decision and I don't care if they don't have any place to play. So you're not just thinking of yourself and thinking of Johnson City, you're thinking of the teams that, um, uh, so I appreciate that. I think that's uh, admirable. Well, it's, you know, it's a difficult situation. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've had uh, people say, well, can we relocate? Can we do this? Can we do that? And, and it's it's not that easy. I mean, you've got, uh, you've got to go into a situation that have hotels available. You've got to have fields available. Uh, you've got to reassign umpires and have umpires in that area, which for this, the umpires probably wouldn't be a problem other than, you know, hotels do help us put them up. But mm-hmm. uh, most of the umpires that we use down there come from different areas. I mean, we get a lot out of South Carolina and North Carolina. Uh, I send several down from uh, Kentucky and Southern Indiana, but to readjust on the fly is very difficult. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to say it wasn't considered, but, you've got to jump through a lot of hoops to make it happen. And I don't know that I could have pulled it off, did consider it. Uh, I actually have Mark McLean, uh, my West Virginia director, just text me and said, Hey, you know, I've, you know, I can do this. Uh, but, but it, it's, it's not that simple. It, uh, just, just with everything going on, as far as the hotels and the other outside thing, other than just playing ball, it is hard to do this in just a matter of a couple of weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. People don't have a clue what goes on behind the scenes to make something like this happen. And it's, it's not, uh, I, I just don't think it's feasible to readjust and, and move it to another location. Yeah, especially, um, and I think in addition to that, because I've done similar situations, um, that uh, when you do that type of thing, when you rush to do it really quickly, uh, even though people will be understanding, it's going to probably not be the product you want to put out there to begin with because you're doing a lot of last-minute stuff, and some things don't get done. Uh, Exactly. You're going to drop the ball on something, Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 really, you know, where we're at right now, unfortunately, 
who's to say the way the numbers are going up, who's to say we don't try to move it over here and then they cancel there. And, right. You know, it's it's just the times that we're in. There there's so many unknowns. You know, if this was something happened to the park or whatever, you know, unfortunate they had a, a storm or something and had all the poles knocked down on the fields and the fields weren't going to be playable, but we're not in a pandemic, then then you might be able to, you know, do something differently. But under the circumstances that we are and the reason that this has been shut down, I don't know that it's realistic to even try to move it somewhere else with uh-huh. with the unknowns because this could right. happen again. And the the direction we're going in right now, and I'm not talking about my program, I'm talking about the country. Uh, my understanding is Indiana last week, and this doesn't affect our softball or baseball right now, but the governor said the next phase of opening, and I don't know what the next phase was, but, you know, he's not moving forward with the next phase. So there there obviously are more concerns here with our numbers going up, and, you know, it's in all parts of the country. And, you know, it would just be too big of a gamble to suddenly up and try to take this to West Virginia or wherever when the same thing could happen again. True, true. I think the Indiana thing is uh, it's phase five, I believe. It's the last phase, which I think was opening 100%. So I think they just put that on hold. I think. I'm not positive. Okay. I I wasn't sure. I just knew. I I get updates on my phone and – Right now, you know, I don't have time to read those updates. I mean, I'm dealing right. so much that, uh, you know, I'll catch bits and pieces, and I might ask my wife, hey, you know, what's going on here or whatever, and, and she may or may not know. But I'm, I myself uh, am having trouble keeping up with myself, much less what's going on in other areas like that. But I, I knew something was issued that they were not going to move to the next phase. I just didn't know what the next phase was. Right, right. Well, I wasn't going to be mean because you're going through a tough time. Since I've known you for a while, I, I was going to say something like, uh, you, you know, you struggling. What'd you say? You're like struggling with yourself a little bit. So I could have, you opened yourself up to a few things, but I didn't go there. <laughs> Feel free to go there. I might need, I, I might need a little bit of that right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it, 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 it's been very difficult. I mean, I, you know, I was getting a little bit of this on the, uh, Tuesday evening, and again, I, you know, I started reaching out to my people down in Tennessee and said, hey, you know, this is what I'm hearing. They were aware of the order, but at the same time, we we still thought that there was going to be some fields available, but I was like, you know, not, not the way I read this. Can you all reach out to people and find out? And that's what they came back with. We, uh, uh-huh. Wing Deer Park normally has five fields, or does have five fields, and uh, under the new issue, the executive order, we, we would be able to use three par- three fields at that park, not five. Uh-huh. Uh, 50, 50 people, social distancing, so that that's another hurdle to jump. And then two fields about 15 minutes from there that were available. So, you know, five fields when we normally use 16 or so fields, we, we usually have 19 reserved and typically use 16 and use the other three as backups. If we have to move something, you know, if a park gets rained out, they're so scattered out right. uh, down there yeah. that uh, you, you might be playing at three locations and have one location get hit with a storm. And we have three fields as backup to where, you know, if we get in that situation, we can always move, some games to another location, but uh, all all of those fields are not available to us. And, uh, you know, some of them, seven of the fields are on two different school properties. So uh-huh. as we know here locally, Kentucky and uh, Indiana, a lot of your school based fields are not, they're not permitting you to, to play on them. And same thing happened down here. Uh, again, you know, I was being told all along July 1 we were going to be good. Uh-huh. And uh, July the 11th, uh, 
from my understanding, they were going back to expecting to be 100%. So we were going to have all the fields available yeah. to us. And then yeah. with the executive order coming out, and, you know, I get it. If, if uh, you know, I watch Good Morning America, and they always have the map up, and it shows, uh, you know, the red states. And when I say that, those are, you know, it's a map that's showing where the virus is increasing, and then there's like a yellow for stable, and green is good, and uh, Tennessee was one of them in the red. So, you know, I'm shocked a little, disappointed a little, but at the same time, I was also in the back of my mind uh, concerned that this was going to happen because I, you know, I'm have been monitoring this and and trying to keep up with what was going on and if uh you know if there was a chance that this could happen and obviously it did happen and it's uh you know i i feel horrible about it and very disappointed but uh you know it's it's out of our control and i'm just hopeful that uh here in kentucky and indiana where we play most of our stuff at we continue to get to keep playing and Mark's doing a few things up there in West Virginia, and hopefully he, he gets to continue as well. But I, I just don't think it's feasible to try to relocate. And and doing that, how many teams would uh, would do it? You know, I've got teams yeah, from South true. Carolina, yeah. uh-huh. uh, South Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania. Uh, you know, you, you go relocating thinking that this is good, you know, or not good, but at least know an option and I, I would probably go through all that only to have you know half of the group that's still wanting to play mm-hmm. suddenly decide that you know we're not going going to do that and plus again not sure that we have hotels and things available to us and and I don't do hotels you know I don't, I don't do the rebate so as as far as me needing to lock up hotels but is there hotels that's in that area that uh-huh. doesn't have something going on, and they're available for teams to to get rooms. It it just there's just so so many variables in here <clears throat> that come into play that uh, you know I, I just don't think it's it, it, it's not feasible to to switch out this late in the game. Right, right. Is uh, so we do have um, uh, some of your people that have uh, called in they're on here waiting i do know that uh typically george is just kind of listening we've got mark here john Bowles, jason don harvey uh, i guess i'm gonna go uh for those of you kind of hold on a little bit i'm gonna just kind of go in order and um uh, kind of get you taken care of and let you kind of bring up some points and then we'll kind of get to you when we get to you so uh Hopefully be patient. We'll get to you as soon as possible. The first one called in is Mark, and I think Mark's got some probably updates in West Virginia. Mark, how's it going? It's good. It's good. Um, uh, Ron called me last night, and I didn't answer. I was busy with my kids. So I'm just getting the news about Johnson City. And oh, yeah. Oh, boy, about it. Uh, yeah. But um, here, I mean, right now, and, and and like he said, like Ron said, I mean, it could shut down. You never know who's going to shut down when right. or anything. So, you know, you're not sure. I'm not sure what they're going to do. But um, as far as us right now, we're ready to go. I mean, we're going to play this week. No, not this weekend. We're going to play next weekend um, in Ona again. And uh, take, I'm still taking teams for that. And then the following weekend, I mean, I'll sit down and talk to Ron about it if he wants me to do something here the following weekend because I plan on going to Johnson City also the next two weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'll talk with Ron, and if he wants to change it up and just do something small here, I can accommodate that. I can accommodate something a little bit bigger also. So just, uh, I mean, he's my guy. I'm, I'm with him 100%. So whatever he wants to do, and I know right now, I mean, he's probably spinning – insane right now just trying to figure out what's next so we'll talk and I'll, I'll listen to him and, and I'll decide I mean I'll decide on based on what he thinks is right for you know future stars of sports but and Mark right now, if you can lock those uh, I'm sorry uh, Mark if you can lock those fields up for that weekend again you know it, it won't be the World Series I don't have any intention of it, of trying that 
I just don't think that's uh, feasible to do. But I, I, I'm sure that some of these teams are going to be looking for an option. Uh, I've already had a few say, well, do you have anything else going on that weekend? So if you can lock up some fields down there, I can at least put that out that, you know, this is an option that we do have something going on and that you can, you can, uh, you know, contact Mark and, you know, may, maybe you get a handful of teams out of it. Uh, I, I really don't know. You know, it's, uh, everything's up in the air, but, uh, you know, these teams are going to be disappointed. I know that, and and they probably will be looking for something else to play. I would think most of them will be, you know, looking for a bigger venue than just a weekend tournament. But, but I, you know, I don't know that. That's just my, my thoughts. But, uh, you know, if you can lock up the, the complex there for that weekend, we'll definitely try to push something your your direction. Okay. Okay. That's not a problem at all. Well, good deal. Good deal. Um, so I guess um, let's go ahead. Mark, anything else? We'll go to John here if you get a, uh, if you want to hold on or if you got something else right now, we'll get back to you here quickly. No, I'm just going to listen and, and, and see, I mean, see which direction we're going to head. I mean, like I said, I'm yeah. wrong 100%. So whatever he decides, I mean, I'm backing and, uh, I mean, it is what it is right now. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Go ahead. Mark, as well, I I will tell you that the uh, showcase we were doing the following weekend in Johnson City, we need to revisit that. Uh, That that event will be canceled as well. Uh, So I I, definitely want to do that event, but we need to either look at uh, West Virginia or bringing it to Nicholasville. But uh, we'll, we'll talk uh, after a while, uh, you know, off the show. You and I can get together. But uh, I want to, I want to run that college showcase. We just need to find another location. Okay. Okay. But I, I'll, I'll talk to you later on that one. Definitely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We'll just listen and we'll talk later. Thanks. Sounds good. All right. I'm gonna put you on hold, Mark, so we can kind of keep the noise down a little bit and the uh, back. Uh, what is the feedback? And we're going to go to John. I think John should be connected. Oh, come on. Is there a connection there? It's not. There we go. I think. There we go. John, you there? I'm here. I'm just working. So I'm just kind of listening <laughs> to you guys. Okay. All right. Any comment real quick? Any thoughts? Just other than it's disappointing, obviously. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Holly, let me jump hope. in Sorry. here. Yeah, Holly, hold on just a second. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. John, actually, on, on an exciting note or a positive note, we are running out of Nicholasville, Kentucky this weekend with 20-some teams, and uh, we'll be our first wow. one in Kentucky since March. And John will be the director up there. He and uh, Bernie Bowes will be up there. And so we're we're at least excited about that, disappointed with the news of uh, Tennessee, but uh, excited that we're starting to play in Kentucky, and John will be our director up there. So uh, hopefully that's the first of many in Nicholasville. But I, I just wanted to throw that out. And while I'm thinking about it as well, so there's not confusion, I do a small Sea World series in uh, New Albany, Indiana. That is still on, and that's next weekend, the uh, July 10th, 11th, and 12th. So for people, I just don't want them getting confused and think that, you know, when we mentioned World Series, it's canceled. The Sea World in uh, New Albany is still being played. Good deal, good deal. So, <clears throat> can I uh, get real quick for those that are listening now, or you know, we'll listen a little bit later. Uh, I, I guess assume you're full with teams for the uh, Nicholasville tournament. Nicholasville schedule's already out. Uh, I'm not going to say that if somebody <clears throat> somebody were to jump in. Depending on what age it is, I might take a team, but the schedule's already out. Typically, Uh the schedule goes out on Wednesday. It's hard to squeeze somebody in at times. But, uh, you know, as it got closer, I had three or four dropouts that had signed up. You know, they find Uh out that somebody's got – it's 4th of July, and 
mom and dad had plans and we were counting on little Susie to play or, or whatever. I mean, it, yeah. it happens and uh, yeah. it, it's worse on the 4th of July weekend. Plus you've got people that take vacations this time of the year. So sometimes coaches uh, knee jerk reaction and jump in something and find out they don't even have enough to play. And uh, that happened with three or four teams and, and a couple of injuries as well. I know uh, I'm in New Albany, Indiana this weekend with high school division and, uh, I had, I think, three high school teams dropped out. A couple of them were injury related, but uh, and and some, you know, it, it it just seems like right now that that's happening more than it normally does. So it, it may be too that uh, the COVID may be doing some of this as well. People decide oh, yeah. not to play. I don't. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, the, yeah. Go ahead. But you know, Nicholasville, <laughs> we're we're going full blown and. Uh, I hope to be playing every weekend at Nicholasville from now until Halloween weekend. So uh, people looking to play, definitely reach out to me and we can see we uh, can't place you somewhere. And, you know, East, uh, Eastern Kentucky teams, Mark's right there in your backyard, and uh, we're still doing Southern Indiana. And, and we'll be doing stuff out of uh, Beachmont and Louisville as well. So we're we're starting to at least get some things going. And, you know, it's going to be week to week just like it has been, you know, mm-hmm. deciding what we're going to do, but we're planning on playing. So, that, you know, that, that's deal. positive. On, but yeah. I, I just wanted to throw that out as far as the New Albany Sea uh, World Series. I don't want people uh, thinking that that's what we were talking about. So I know that we got a lot to talk about. It's already about 1230. Uh, at one time, and I'm going to throw that, kind of shift gears a little bit. I do want to get to uh, Jason and Don here for sure, but at one time, if you can get a little bit of a brief, has because uh, at one time wasn't there a, uh, an issue with turning the lights on was going to be a big cost and there and there's some issues there. Has that been resolved at most places or is that kind of put on hold? Well, N- Nicholasville is under that. Uh, they they got this surcharge. Uh, Brandenburg, uh, Meadow and Park, which you know we're not using because of the COVID, but where we play at, they've got a service charge as well. Uh, surge surge charge i believe is what it's called but when they flip the lights on and it's uh overpowers the system or whatever and they've got ridiculous fees if you do that and you Mm. you can turn them on like after nine o'clock but there there are so many red areas there that uh I've, i've just have agreed with the park that we would not use the lights and i've scheduled it to where we should be done in plenty of time. So, yeah, you know, yeah. um, because of that, I, I am limited as to what I can take up there. But, you know, I can do 24 fast pitch teams uh, easily and, and still uh-huh. stay under the light curfew. But uh, that that is one of the problems that we're having uh, with that field. And they're, they're supposed to contact the utilities and see if there's a way that uh, we can put those on separate breakers where you're not firing the whole park up at one time to maybe get around that. But yeah, Uh, that is an issue. And and, and it's it's not just that park. There's, there's a lot of parks around that uh, have those same things, but the the fees that they throw on you is, is ridiculous. I, I was using a college baseball field at one time uh, and it was only one field. And they told me if uh, we used the lights, it was an additional $1,000. And I was like, wow. I mean, it was one one field. But uh, I later found out it was the same thing. It was Kentucky Utilities Uh had this surcharge on. Uh And uh, it, uh, you know, they they were charged a big fee for using the lights. And therefore, you know, they were going to pass that on to me, which is understandable. But uh, Uh I quit, uh, quit playing at that part because of that one circumstance because yeah when you're using one one field and you add a thousand dollars on top of what you're renting the park for anyway uh, it's not worth doing it (laughs) no but yeah that 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 is an issue up at nicholasville if we were to get in rain or something of that nature uh you know we're not able to turn on the lights but uh i've scheduled it to where we should you know that light should not come into play up there yeah, good good deal. 
All right, John. Well, good luck this weekend. It's pretty exciting because I know this has been a, uh, some work getting there. I know you, everybody's excited about Nicholasville. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a fun weekend. Yeah, good deal, good deal. All right, so we're going to kind of move on to Jason. Jason, how's it going? Hey, Holly, how you doing, Ron? How are you? Uh, pretty good, buddy. How are no. you? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. So we are uh, we're off this weekend, but um, I'm still in town, and uh, I've got some good friends of mine and kids that I've coached last year that have moved up. So we're going to make it down to a park and watch some games this weekend since it's uh, cool. here in here locally and uh, yeah. and get to see those kids play ball to where it's, you know, commutable just to watch games and then also uh, kind of see what I expect Kentucky to run in the next couple of weeks. Our next uh, next scheduled one is we're going to Floyd's Knobs next week uh, that I committed to a couple of weeks ago and um, go out there. Then that should uh, that should get us through some out-of-state stuff and get back into Kentucky come the eight, 18th um for our next kentucky one um so i plan on watching some ball this weekend but i do have one question for you ron or any other directors that are on here and um i haven't ran across it whenever we played in new albany a couple weeks ago but some of my parents with other uh baseball i think is what it was is they're the directors or the host of the parks were going to uh no no coolers and I understand parks have that in play in previous years on normal years that you know no no personal coolers and no team coolers and I and I get it it's it's so those that are hosting can make the money off the concessions and I fully respect that but I think right now those uh those families that wish to bring their own coolers you know they're already some of them are already stepping out of their comfort zone to go to these tournaments so what do you feel about you know, personal coolers not being allowed whenever they're coming to these tournaments, they're stepping out of their comfort zone and would prefer to feed or drink out of their own personal cooler versus go to the concession stand, even though I understand it is a a good fundraiser and a moneymaker for the concessions, but at the same time trying to accommodate everybody. Here's what I'll say to that, Jason. Uh, Put your Gatorade in their bowel bag. And the reason I, I say it that way, I, I have nothing to do with concessions at any park I'm at. Uh, that's that's the agreements that we we have with the parks. They get concessions. I pay for use of the fields, but concessions is is not in my control. And you're you're 100 percent correct. Most places that I'm at, they are very strict about coolers because that's that's where they make their money at. Uh, I always tell teams. They're not going to look at your, you know, your ball bag when you come in. Put a put a Gatorade in each one of the kids' bags and and let them drink, and nobody can say anything. And you know that that's a way around it. But uh, as far as the coolers are, you know, I can't control that. It's it's the parks doing it themselves, and I have absolutely nothing to do with the concessions. But you know. Uh, New, New Albany, for one, that you mentioned is is really strict, and uh, you know I don't know if you played in mine or that was uh, another organization. I think I would say it was another organization because I think you're eights, and I haven't had eights up there. Uh, yeah, we were but, we were another organization at uh, Floyd Knob, just north of okay. New Albany there, and and there yeah. was no issues with coolers. It was just parents of other. Uh, I think it was baseball. Their kids, you know, we've got siblings that play baseball, and there was some questions asked about the coolers at other parks yeah. than what I played at. And, and, and again, I don't know what other directors uh, in that area, and I know most of them. And I, I know uh, when you're talking Floyd Knobs, I know exactly who who was running that event. And but uh, you know, I don't know what agreements they have, but my, my agreements everywhere I'm at is it's controlled by the park as far as concessions. That's that's something I don't even want to deal with. And sure. they're, they're the ones that set the guidelines as far as coolers go. And uh, now, you know, ironically down in Johnson City, even though I've got the same agreement, they allow coolers. Uh, at theirs, I was really shocked. Uh, every one of those 
places that we play the World Series at, they they allow coolers. And uh, flip side, I also know they do the, do quite well in the concession stand. So, uh-huh. uh, but it's it's you know it's it's not mine. Uh, and I just you know I have to abide by the rules just like you all do when it comes to that. Uh, but you know, unfortunately, I don't have a no. better answer than that. No, I got you. I was just kind of throwing that out there, just as a, uh, you know, it, it's it's a question that's been brought up to me. So I'm I'm sure it's a question that's been brought up to others. And like I said, I have not personally had an issue with any of that uh, at, at the ballpark that I played at. But um, but I also understand parents' concerns of you know uh, not trying to take money away from the concession, but at the same time, we would prefer to have our you know, our own hands and our own coolers, you know, as far as the families go. And uh, I think now is a different, we've just said it a hundred times, now is a different time and, you know, different rules. If we're changing rules to accommodate the pandemic with umpires behind uh, the pitcher, then I think some rules at parks uh, could be considered to, if you did have no personal coolers allowed, now would be that exception. And once again, like you said, that's, those are usually stuff that's well out of our control, whether we host a tournament or play in one. But it was just something I was kind of throwing out there for the other listeners to see what they thought or on the same page or, you know, if, if there's an explanation. I, I'm completely supportive of it and respect it, and those are the times you just run out to the car and, like you said, you you feed your kid from the car or from their uh, their their softball bag, one or the other. Yeah, and I've told people for years to do that. Just just put a couple in your bag. You know, nobody's going to stop and check your bag. But, you know, I, I get it, and I also know, you know, where you're coming from, too. In these times, you know, I still haven't gone out to a restaurant. And uh, my wife and I normally eat out, you know, three or four times a week. And during this time, she's nowhere close to being ready to go into a restaurant. Now, I myself, I'm not sure if I am or not, but we have not been out. You know, we might get carry out or something from somewhere, but going in and sitting down and having somebody handle our food right now, we're not there yet. So I, I understand where you're coming from, but again, the parks are the ones that does that kind of stuff, and I just have to abide by the parks as, as much as possible. And that's not to say that somebody doesn't get a cooler in and uh, somebody comes and gripes at us for, for it happening, but you know, it, it's really not something that we deal with. Yeah, so I understand. Yeah, that's all. I, that's uh, go ahead, Jason. I'm sorry, Holly. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just. I thought you were finished. Go ahead. Well, and that's what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, I am finished. Getting excited to go watch some ball and then uh, play one more out of state for a little bit and come back in state. But uh, other than that, I'll. Stick around and listen in. If you guys got anything else, uh, just holler at me. Well, Jason, Appreciate spread, it. Spread the word. To you, spread the word to your age group and let them know that we're back operating, and maybe we can get your age to where you, uh, you know, we have some tournaments over there, and you don't have to travel outside of your area. Will do, Ron. Thanks. Thank you. Have a good day, buddy. Yeah, I'm not speaking for Ron because I, I I help him some uh, areas and everything. So and he has never told me, nor would I ask about the financial stuff on this. But I do know how things work a little bit, and some because I know I've done it myself. If I go in and do a tournament, let's say at Podunk Town in Southern Indiana, I'm from Southern Indiana, so I can say Podunk. <laughs> so if I go to whatever little town that has a community. And we negotiate because it's going to be a negotiation. It's going to be what they're used to doing because I've done like uh, instructional camps and sometimes that they do uh, concessions, whatever. They're, they're going to say, well, this is what we're going to charge you. Or sometimes I say we're going to charge you less and we're going to take the gate or we're going to charge you less and we're going to take concessions. And you, you add all those things up of what the what – the, uh, so it's, it's a lot of times is out of the control of the people running the tournament. On the other hand is, and I, on both sides, and I'm just, this is, uh, uh, this is where we are with, the, with this as well, because there's businesses shutting down that will never reopen, and people's livelihood is going to be shut down, and, and Future Stars is struggling. 
And uh, obviously, I mean, he's not told me, but I'm assuming financially this is a financial impact. Not only is it emotional, but it's financial. And um, it's that battle between staying safe with your health versus staying safe with your financial health. And it's a battle. It's really, really tough. And um, so obviously health, body health comes first. But anyway, so that's my little uh, commentary. (laughs) So... And Holly, I, I don't mind, you know, without completely, in, you know, giving away everything, but I, I don't mind to comment on that uh, because a, a lot of a lot of people think that, uh, you know, we just out and out make, make a killing on what we're doing. And, and you know, I'm not going to lie and say if I'm not making money, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not doing this. But as you stated, uh there, there's a different agreement on every street corner, depending on who I'm, I'm working with. But, you know, I pay X amount of dollars per field per day. I don't get any concessions. I'm paying the guys on staff to, to work these events. I'm paying umpires. You know, I'll give an example. This uh, last weekend that we played, I wrote a check for over $12,000 were umpires, which we played a bunch of games, but, you know, that was a, a significant amount. That's a chunk of money, yeah. Uh, yeah, my my staff, uh, I, I had one park that I wrote a check for $3,100 for the use of their park for three days. Uh, another park is not quite that expensive, but, you know, it's it's not cheap. And then I've got my staff that uh, – for these first two weeks, I have doubled my staff in order to keep the dugouts and things cleaned, which we are going to change that up and put that more on the teams, which is what I'm hearing other programs are doing. Yeah. But uh, I've taken a tremendous hit financially these first two weeks with added expenses. And, you know, I'm not complaining. It is where we are. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm struggling because I'm very blessed. You know, I've got – I'm retired from Ford. Uh, I've got income. But uh, my my normal income with this, you know, this supplements what I – with me being retired, this supplements my income. And and I have taken a hit tremendously, and uh, wow. the loss of the World Series is uh, a huge, huge hit. But mm-hmm. you know everybody is, and it, right. it's a different time. Right. And uh, you know there's a lot of resources that I don't have available right now that we normally would have. But you know to get back, we do pay for things that. Others may not, and when I say others, our, our organizations do this. But what what happens a lot of times, families and uh, people that are involved with Little League parks, they, they run a tournament and they run it through Little League, and they're, they're doing concessions. They're, doing, uh, they, they're getting the gate. They're not paying for fields because they're associated with the Little League, and they, they make, you know, several thousand dollars. And they're like, oh, you're making a killing. You're making a killing. Well, they don't have the cost and expense that most tournament directors do coming in and using that mm-hmm. facility. Cause again, mm-hmm. I'm paying for the parks. I'm paying for staff uh, to where those are volunteers in a little league organization. The parks are, you know, controlled by the little league. So they're getting to use the park. They don't have these costs, but they think at the same time that because they made $7,500, they think Ron Ray made $7,500, and that's really not the case. Right. And, you know, I'm not right. I'm not sitting here belly aching because, again, if I'm not making money, I wouldn't be doing this. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. I am making money, but I don't make what a lot of people think you make. And, you know, I'll be standing at the gate and have somebody come in and make a comment that I can't believe this, blah, blah, this but they don't know the hidden cost in order to do this. A lot of times it's because they have been involved in a little league program that ran a tournament for the little league and they got all that stuff. Yeah. I got it free. Yeah. 
Yeah, then they then they made a big profit, and they're mm-hmm. also paying their umpires twenty five and thirty dollars a piece, maybe cheaper than that. And my umpires make quite a bit more than that. So, mm-hmm. no, uh, there there's a lot of expense here, and there is a lot of overhead. And additionally, with what we've got going on, that cost has gone up. So. But, you know, I hope that answered what you were saying, and I probably ran it too long, but uh, that, that that is what it is. No, and I think, and that's the nature of the of this type of business. I know, like, I do uh, lessons, and I, I make a pretty decent amount per hour, but I don't work 40 hours a week, and it's and it's slow in the wintertime, and there's uh, different things like that. It's much like hotels. I mean, hotels or uh, make their money on short periods of time during the year. And so you're paying them that amount of money because um, uh, you have, they have to make their money in this amount of time. So you can't do a tournament in the winter uh, well, there's indoor places and stuff, but so it's, it's kind of like, it just way. And, but your tournaments are uh, very competitive financially with other tournaments. So it's, you're not out there to, to make, as much money as you can off these teams. So that's a positive too. Yes. If you would check most prices, uh, I'm like a hundred dollars cheaper than almost anybody around me when it comes to my tournament fees. Uh So we got, um, uh, looks like, and thank you for that uh, conversation. It kind of gets a little bit off track here, but it looks like we have uh, Don here. So I think, uh, let's see, Don, are you there? I'm here. Yep. You got any thoughts? Yeah. uh, One, uh, we are no longer uh, doing the coaches are paying for the gate. Our gate is going to be back and running again this uh, starting this weekend. And uh, it's uh, $7.00. Uh, per, per person, uh, 16 and under is free, and uh, that it will be doing a gate each day uh, going forward. So, and that's that everywhere, and that's that, all local. Yeah, yeah. The the teams have gotten used to the last couple of weeks uh, that uh, a fee had just been added to the tournament price, and they didn't have to pay a gate. Well, uh, starting this weekend. We go back to uh, having a gate, so that'll be good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what he's and talking about, Holly, gate, is – go ahead, Don. Uh, while I'm at the gate, I'm not going to sit there and tell people they can't bring in coolers either. Right, right. And this is uh, this is at uh, all the tournaments, or which tournament is I this? will be at New Albany. At the and new Albany tournament, I got you. Uh, George uh, and I will be this weekend. And, all right. Uh, yeah, we will be charging a gate at New Albany. Good deal. So um, I'll I'm gonna try to get out there a little bit Saturday, so I'll run and try to find you too. Okay. Yeah. We'll go see some players play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good hearing from you. Anything else? No, I'm good. Good. Good deal. All right. And we're going to put you on hold a little bit. And I think George is probably just listening. But, George, you got anything? No, ma'am. I'm just listening. Good deal. Well, I think uh, you're going to be in New Albany this weekend as well? Yes, ma'am. All right. Good deal. Well, I'll see you out there probably a little bit, hopefully. Come out and kind of see some players. I think it's a high school level. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. All right, um, so we've got um, Johnson City shut down. The showcase after that is shut down, uh, but we are in uh, uh, opening up in Kentucky, and uh, so that's positive. Anything, anything else, Ron? What's el- what else you got for us today? Now we'll we'll back up as far as the Kentucky opening up. Uh... Realistically, I think July the 18th, 19th is when he has come out and said we can run tournaments. So we're still under some uh, 
you know, kind of jumping through some hurdles or hoops here to actually play. And but but we're doing things in a manner that uh, I think gets us under the guidelines. I don't ex- anticipate any real problems here, and I'm also very aware that uh, there's several tournaments in the area. Uh, Shelbyville, Kentucky is uh, playing baseball. Lawrenceburg, uh, Woodford County is playing baseball. I think there's a baseball tournament in uh, Lexington, and I, I know that because one of the fast pitch girls coach his son. Uh, he's playing in my tournament, but his son's playing in Lexington. That's one reason he was looking to get into Nicholasville. And uh, I mentioned Woodford County. I know that Woodford County's playing baseball because I've got a 16-year-old son that's playing there this weekend. So there, there's others playing, and you know we're going by the June 29th. We're allowed to play games, and it was stated as games and not tournaments. So, you know, we're kind of doing the same thing we did the first couple of weeks we opened up in Indiana, and uh, trying to you know do it in a manner that it's not a tournament format, although up there uh, i'll be honest i did end up on sunday doing seating and finishing up in tournament play but uh we're doing it in a in a way that we can get people in the park social distance and be safe about it it's on a private property so i don't anticipate any problems doing it and as stated i know of several other tournaments in that area that's playing as well so but we're we're excited about it. But uh, my understanding, July eighteenth, nineteenth is when they are supposed to open up. But I also know that uh, E Town Sports Park is opening up July the eleventh and twelfth, and they actually received permission from the governor to do that. So they're starting to allow these type of events to happen, and uh, you know I'm excited about it. And, hope to get Nicholasville built up into a manner that uh, we're there for a number of years to come. But we're going going to be at Nicholasville every weekend starting this weekend. We will have something potentially, at least we've got it advertised, potentially we will have something every weekend until the last week of October. So if anybody's looking to play, can't find something, reach out to me and we'll, you know, we'll see what we can do, see what we can put together. And for those that are not aware, Nicholasville is just what lists slightly outside of Lexington, west of Lexington. I, I tell everybody 15 minutes south of Lexington. It uh, okay. There's a Nicholasville road comes out of the backside. It's off of a, off a ring road. You can also come up 68 highway 68, depending on where, where you're coming from. And it, it surprises me. I, I was not aware, you know, I coming from where I, I come from, which uh, live just south of Louisville. And it's about an hour and 20 minutes to the park. We have teams from Campbellsville and areas like that come up here to play in New Albany and Louisville area. <clears throat> they're an hour and a half away. Well, apparently they're only 45 minutes from Nicholasville, and I never would have dreamed that because, uh, you know, it's east of there, but apparently the angle and cutting across Highway 68 and different roads down in there, they, they say, you know, this is great for me. I'm only 45 minutes, and then you've got Cumberland and Somerset and other areas like that that we periodically will get a team or two. Well, now they're they're 40 minutes away. They're 45, and... It's so it's a uh, nice location. It, it's yeah, gonna, yeah it, it's going to open it up to a lot of areas that we get teams from, but now, in a sense, we're almost like in their backyard. And I, I know – I can't remember if it was last weekend or the weekend before, but I had probably 30 teams from Central Kentucky that went to Indiana. Wow. So th- this will be much more convenient for them. So I'm hoping that uh, – once we get that open and the word word gets out that uh, we start to fill that park up every weekend. So I think the park's sit for a while, and I think there's been some renovations. How's the condition of the of the facility? 
we we still have work, and the fellow that owns it is uh, making a lot of promises. I, I hope he holds true to it. But uh, there's there's a lot of things that I have requested, and you know I've I've got a list that that's going. You know it, it's not going to all happen this year, but he's saying that he will get this done. But you know right now it, it's playable. Two of the fields are pretty nice. Two of the fields are. You know, still need work. They they all need work. I mean, they're they're a long way from what they once were. But uh, the park has so much potential, and he, uh, you know, it, it's really the conversation is, you know, if we can prove ourselves that we're going to be there, and we're able to put on a tournament pretty consistently, then he's willing to make the investments to to improve the park. So. It's it's twofold, you know. I need teams to come in and help, as far as you know, help us fill the park, so we can show them that, you know, show this gentleman that owns the park that yes, we can do this. We can fill the park. We can make this to where you know it it is a benefit to you. Then he's willing to invest. But you know, if we aren't able to get a lot of teams playing on a weekly basis, then that may not happen. But I'm optimistic. I think there's a lot of potential there. And he seems to be one that is uh, willing to work and do the things that is needed to be done. And like I say, there's been a lot of promises. We just, I, I have to deliver on my end and hopefully in doing that, he'll deliver on his end. But he's telling me that uh, he pretty much will do whatever is needed if we can show him that we can get the park up and going like it once was. Cool. So what is the name of the park? It's the old Memorial Sports Complex. Uh, okay. Some people, yeah. la- last couple of years, uh, I think it was kind of uh, – champions there's a indoor facility there locally and some people that were running it were running tournaments so it started being called champions park although uh, the name was never legally changed and uh, in Mm -hmm. time um, i expected to become uh, future stars of sports park so uh, that that's the plan that's the plan and uh, I, i i believe it's going to happen i just you know i need teams to come and be supportive the ones that like what we do come and play there and uh you know let us know and you know i I want him to meet people the guy that owns it uh, because i want him to hear firsthand from the teams and uh he get an idea of what he needs to do the gentleman i'm talking about uh really bought the park as an investment but he he has no knowledge of baseball or fast pitch and we've depended on him to do a lot of things at the park and he's like he doesn't know what he's doing and then the pandemic hit and that set us behind because we were going up there and starting to get some things done and telling him hey we need this we need that and then it went back to sitting idle for you know two three months whatever it's been since march and uh now we're behind the eight ball trying to get it up and running and got set back a little bit and but I'm I'm very hopeful and excited and the opportunity that that sits there and exists is uh you know it, it's a phenomenal situation but again we've got to have teams and show this man that uh, what we're capable of doing and I think in in return he'll invest the monies that need to get the park back to the way it once was. And years ago, it it was one of the best parks in the state of Kentucky. Wow. Yeah. I'm looking at a picture now. It looks like it has, uh, I don't know how old this looks like, uh, June, 2017. So it's got, uh, it looks like it has four baseball fields and one softball in that cluster. One, two, three, four, five. It looks like there's another field down a ways from there. So is that the park I'm looking at with that? It's got like a concession probably. in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, it probably mm-hmm. is. Uh, it, it has three uh, full-size baseball fields, If if uh, which one of them right now is, is in pretty bad shape and they're 
supposed to get it ready here within the next couple of weeks. The two two of them are AstroTurf infields, uh, the older type oh, AstroTurf wow. and uh, mm. d- dirt baselines, uh, which you can play anything on because they'll you know right. yeah. portable pitching mounds for baseball. And then a third field has AstroTurf on it as well, and it's only a 200 foot fence, so it you know it's doable for younger baseball or any fast pitch age. Right. And right. then there's a dirt dirty end field that's 200 foot that you can do, you know, either sport on as well. There's a six field up on the hill that they've let through the years uh, grow up, but they're supposed to get that one back in shape for us. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in time we'll have six fields and there's potentially a seventh field. There's a contractor that is uh, moving rock made a deal with uh, the owner he's coming in and uh taking rock out of the property uh, uh, there's like an additional 40 acres behind the the field that uh, this gentleman owns uh-huh. and a contractor has come in and is digging and taking uh limestone off of the, his property well in return this gentleman's supposed to build a an, an additional field for you know a trade in a sense. He's taking mm-hmm. taking the limestone, using it for his construction business, and then uh, when he finishes doing all that in repairing the property, they're going to build a new field on on top of that property that he's now I'm, I'm going to say damaging or you know, using the limestone, but in, in return, there's supposed to be an additional field built on that property. So there, there's a lot of things there. And, he, and again, I mentioned he's got 40 acres. He has mentioned uh, if we can really blow this thing up that uh, potentially he could build additional fields there. So yeah, again, you know, I don't know uh, if all of this will come, come true. But there, there's been a lot of conversation, and there's a lot of things there that if it were to go right, it, it could be a really huge benefit to us and the teams in that area. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's such centrally located, and it's it's a pretty area. I'm looking at the pictures here. Of course, Lexington and the Nicholasville area is pretty anyway. So, all right. Well, it looks like we're done for the hour, and we'll get back to you, Ron. Um, I guess I'll go down and see if anybody has any last words here. So we'll go to Mark. You got any kind of last words? Nope, I'm good. Thank you. Good. Good luck this weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us. And, John, you got anything? No, ma'am, I do not. Good deal, and thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, Jason? No, ma'am, I'm good. Thank you. Good, thank you, and we'll talk to you soon. And Don? Just play ball, have fun, (laughs) be safe. Exactly, exactly. All right, thank you, and thank you for joining us here. So, Ron, why don't you go ahead and uh, uh, finish up with a few things, and I've got a couple announcements here that i got to make, and then we'll get be finished with the show today. I really don't know how to end. I'm just going to say thank you for all of uh, everybody's patience and uh, being understanding through these difficult times. And please continue to support us. And if there's any way I can help you, don't uh, hesitate to reach out to me. That's it for me, Holly. You have a great day, and I will be in touch. Okay. Thank you, and uh, good luck this weekend, Nicholasville, for you all and future stars of sports. And hopefully that works out really, really well. So. Uh, that's it for the show. A couple of things. want to make sure that uh, we will still be here every Thursday at 12 o'clock Eastern time. You can join us live uh, by coming to the uh, Blog Talk Radio site that you are listening to here. You can listen to past shows, uh, previous shows from uh, Ron and I or any other shows that I've had with Gap to Gap Radio. Um, up, one of the things is my Monday show, I'm making some adjustments. I haven't actually had it in a few weeks partly because of the scheduling and partly because of some other things, but I'm going to make some new adjustments that, uh, with that show. Uh, I may, I probably will stay up Monday at 12, but stay tuned. I'll be getting some information out that out there, but, uh, it's, I, I'm pretty excited about the new format for that. 
So with that said, I appreciate everybody uh, listening, and um, you all have a great weekend. Join us every Thursday at 12 o'clock. Thank you. Have a great day. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.